Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. I'm Dan. I'm Opie. I'm Dave. And I'm Tinzian. And this is Death D4 Dishonor. Today we have a special guest with us, Eric, and it is Friday, May 27th. This is episode 5 in a weekly series following a group of friends playing Dungeons and Dragons, hosted by the Gray Area Podcast and featuring members of the Geek Bits Podcast. Last week, we had some interesting uh, adventures in the woods, and I'm going to let Tinzian catch us up on where we are currently. So, Dungeon Master, you are a go. Good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining us. Uh, last week, we adventured into the burned fields that the adventurers were sent to discover. Whether it is the actual farmhouse that they were sent to discover or another one remains to be seen. They encountered a zombie farmer that was put down, perhaps for the moment, and investigated the area, only to realize that as darkness was descending, there was the sound and evidence of uh, gnolls in the area, both through sound and flaming arrows being launched their way. Some of the members were able to see in the dark, some are not, and they are now planning their ambush and defense against the gnolls. I would just like the audience to know that for this evening, Eric is going to be playing the part of Fortin, who was played by Dan uh, last episode. Due to Dan being unable to make it this episode, we're going to have a bit of a schizophrenic mage uh, in play. Hopefully Dan will be able to join us back with this character at some point in time. I'm Word. going to ask Dan, the Daros Nightwalker Dan, to uh, bring us up to a refresher on the ambush plan that was worked out at the end of last episode. Okay, so right before we got out last time, um, we had all come to the decision that with the river to the north of us and us sitting in the house and the knolls coming across the field, we weren't in a very good position. So we have decided as a group, even though it's low light, luckily Bortim and myself have low light visibility, uh, are going to move everyone south to the tree line. Boar Tim hanging behind because he is setting off some sounds to confuse the gnolls uh, to keep their direction and their focus on the house as we escape to the tree line to give us a combat advantage and an ambush on the gnolls that are attacking. Okay. So far, it appears that there are at least three gnolls out uh, west of the house in the field. Due to the flashes of light uh, when there are uh, arrows being lit, there may or may not be a couple extra out there. So far, a few arrows have landed inside the house where there is wood and uh, no real degree of shelter from a roof because, as you recall from last episode, that was burned out. There is to the rear of the house still the shed which does have a roof and uh, may or may not be used in play uh, for this combat encounter. So I'm going to pick it up from here and say that uh, we are going to have another round of flaming arrows launched towards the house, but there is at least one arrow that is going off in the direction to north of the house where um, Fortum was launching. Okay, so 
we are still moving or have we made it to the tree line yet or are we still that was my question yeah i don't i thought we had made it to it or we're getting close and borton was the only one left by the house sending off the signals i thought i thought we had made it to the tree line and then they had come toward the house and we were sneaking up on them from behind but um it wasn't really clear on exactly how far away the kobolds were and if we could see i mean i wasn't one of the ones with long with night vision so i don't know if we could see yeah you're leading us daros yeah, I know, because I have to bring all you guys with me while Bortim's busy. Yes. We're trying to uh, sneak around behind him, if I if I recall. Yeah, for okay. what I recall, you guys were heading for the tree line. Uh, Bortim was doing a distraction, and then you guys still weren't able to see anything unless they actually started to light up the bows um, for that brief little flash. I okay, thought he so put fire in the house so that they would think we were inside. Like, I thought there was a light coming from the there, house. There's a light. So boredom put a uh, light Draw them to the house. the house as well. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So I guess we're just waiting for the gnolls to come in closer before we make our move. And Bortim is heading his way, I guess, towards us, if I'm not mistaken. So we're just kind of waiting, right? Mm-hmm. Guys? Yeah. Okay. Judging from the distance of the last shot, the gnolls are moving forward they're about a hundred feet from the house uh from where you're at at the tree line they're about 200 feet away how does that break down in squares for distance uh it's five foot per square so oh okay do the 20. math what's that 40 squares yeah so they're still a good distance off yeah but they okay. are moving and progressing so they're firing they're moving they're firing um okay to try and see what's going on uh, owing to the fact that you're not sure what's going on, I'm having all of you be um, uh, tagged as aware and, you know, actively trying to perceive your surroundings and stuff. Opie, as combat is impending and after your last performance with the cobalt on the road... Yeah, I'm going, to, <laughs> I'm going to rule for uh, the period of this encounter that you are going to have a plus two to hit because you are so motivated to redeem uh, yourself that you're just going to put that extra little bit of umph in here to pump you up. Wow! So I'm going to give I'm going to give you <laughs> that as a house bonus. Plus two to hit. Mm -hmm. Thank you for the end of Is this, that my uh, handicap? Is that like golf? You're just giving me a handicap for being just sucky. <laughs> Read into it as you will. I was trying Thank to make you, it sound DM, sir. and epic. May but I have if another? You want, if, you, if, if you want to be, uh, you know, that, then okay. Hey, I'm groovy. I'm, I'm cool with that. You can think of it as hitting from the woman's tee. That's exactly Ooh. right. <laughs> nice. Hey, I'll, I'll hit from the woman's tees. <laughs> I believe you. I believe you. The DM giveth, and the DM may take it away. Yep. All right. Fordham, uh, I believe that right now the focus is on you and your actions. Okay. Um, so you say they're they're a good good bit closer to me than they are to the rest of them. Uh, but uh, they seem to be advancing towards the house, correct? Yes, they saw you guys apparently duck in. There was originally a light source uh, in the house. There's now a light source again. But uh, you're, you've been tossing uh, to the north uh, effects of 
like armor, like someone's running out of the house or uh, trying to flee um, while everyone else is kind of sneaking down to the south of the tree line. Right. Um, well, I think I'll, I'll throw another one of the, those ghost sounds up there to sort of reinforce that uh, that's the way that, that they should be thinking we're heading. And then uh, if there's a way to maybe sneak around the house to try to rejoin the, the rest of the party since I'm, I'm sort of squishy, especially compared to our minotaur and, and such. Uh, right. If there's a way I can get back down to them while still getting the knolls sort of up there so that we can sneak up behind them. Okay. Um, I believe uh, Dan had left you at the north end of the house on the outside, so you could go around to the east side of the house and then down as long as yeah. you avoided uh, the windows. You yeah, be able to do that. that's what I was thinking of doing. Okay. There is, as a result of your latest ghost sound, uh, you wish to describe the ghost sound in this case or just have it be a, a noise? Um, maybe... Uh make it sound like someone in some some armor maybe tripped over a root and clanked around and a couple other people shh, 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 quiet quiet they'll hear us okay nice a round of arrows goes up that is uh from a different group than what you have encountered so far Aww, this group is 80 feet from the group at the uh, tree line and that arches towards the sound of the noise while the first group uh, launches another into the house. I will rule that uh, boredom is able to start heading south unnoticed towards the tree line. Of where you all are, um, you currently have combat advantage, Dan, because you're going to have the eyesight. Awesome. So I can make an attack. Well, from, from this distance, I don't know quite what you're going to be able to do, but uh, since you right. are guiding people in, if you've got any sort of tricks or something, if you want to try and draw them or go after them, you know, this is now where you guys can either start reacting or... Um... All right, so we've had three come out that are near us going to the tree line, coming from the south heading north, and then we have three coming from the west to the east towards the house that way the ones that are closest to us are about 80 feet away the others are about 100 to 150 feet away or something like that right they're I'm from the house this, where's the second group there they are to your northwest uh 80 around the green no um you're to the south mm -hmm. along the tree line near the path that you guys took to mm -hmm. get here um mm -hmm. this group is coming along the southern tree line Okay. Where you guys are at, and they're approaching towards our flank your area. Yeah, so they're trying to flank. You guys are trying to flank the first group. This group <laughs> is trying to flank whoever is up at the farmhouse. Dude, we're so surrounded. Yeah, we don't yeah. Let's flank the flank of the flank. Let's move. You, know, <laughs> you, guys, you guys can make uh, you know, fajitas or something with all this flank. It's, it's pretty insane. But the good thing is they don't know that we have moved down there. The four of us are sitting there quietly as we see the other three coming towards the house as well right all right so, so uh as there's Garrison, there's six in play okay so there are six in play uh i would tell the group uh and find out if everybody do we want to move up behind the second group and start attacking there and take them out 
I think since they're divided, we might as well take them before they get into one big group. Sounds good. Is everybody cool with that? So I can lead you that way, and we can head over to them and start... Uh, yes. Okay. Dave, you cool with that? Yep. How deep into the night are we? Not long. You guys are probably... Oh. Um... I'm just about uh, ten o'clock. Ten o'clock at night. Oh, oh God. So it's it's black out there. Board Tim, are you okay. cool with that? You want us to move on that bottom group and try to come up behind them and take them out? Um, if I have rejoined you guys by then, yeah, that sounds good. Okay. It's it's gonna take him uh, a, a round or two to get down to you. Um, unless you want to wait well, a little bit for them to get closer in. My question is, I can communicate with him telepathically for five squares. Do we want him to stay close enough to the house to keep casting these distracting noises? Because I'm afraid that the first group might come down from the north and get on behind us, and then we might get caught in the middle. Or do we need him for this fight, and we'd rather have him with us, is the question. Also, that five squares is only 25 feet, so where he's at right now, that that wouldn't reach. Wouldn't reach, okay. Okay, well, I say we chill... I say we chill in the spot we're in. We hunker down, go prone, chilling in the field there, waiting for them to pass and then come up behind and attack. But that time it should give Bortim enough time, hopefully, to get close enough to us, or at least a turn or two to get down there as we start combat with them. Plus the others are pretty far away right now, so we can take out the three before the other three are on us. Nice. Okay, let's do that. That's what we want to do. Let's do that. Your wage is fairly brief for the group that is along the tree line. You've come to realize that they are roughly 25 to 30 feet out from your present location along the tree line, heading parallel to the trees of the south. There is the snuffling in the air as if they are testing the air. Oh god, they smell following. us. Yeah. You Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry. Burritos. 25 rent burritos. My bad. <laughs> we should have bathed in the river. Yep. There is an almost palpable sense of the unknown as they reach roughly the path that you took to come down to the tree line. There's a small bark of alarm as if they know that many of you have passed. Perhaps now they have a count of how many they are dealing with. But they're unsure if the group is to the south or to the north. There is no large general call, though, to the others that are out in the field. Sweet, so we still have combat advantage on them. Fordham has managed to work his way back to you all by this point. I am going to rule that you have one round of action on a surprise basis where everything will be an additional plus two, whether to skills or to an attack for this round. Okay, cool. Alright, so I guess uh, I would like they're within 25-30 feet, so we are able to attack now, correct? Yes. Okay. Do um, you, you want to explain what you're seeing to the people, Dan, since they can't see out that far? I don't know if I can be very descriptive. Uh, <laughs> I see a bunch of walking dogs 
with large tusk teeth, uh, gnarly, gnarled faces, and just rough-looking creatures with leather armor and bows. Very good. Uh, boredom, and for the rest of people who are listening, just as a reminder, uh, these characters are being played as actual level one characters. They have been out in the world, they may have seen some things, but a lot of these monsters or treasure or items, they just don't have experience with, and therefore, you know, they can't just simply shout out Knoll or um, Rust Monster or uh, those sorts of things. So when Daros was just describing, he was actually doing it very accurately for what his character would know. Sweet. I'm glad you said that because, yeah, now it makes sense. I'm like, whew, all right, I don't sound like an idiot. Yeah. Nope. You, you <laughs> I, did, I mean, you I ain't been in the world. <laughs> I'm getting better. That, 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 was, that was an absolutely excellent job. You, you, just, you just played your character as if, you know, okay, you got a walking dog thing. Huh. <laughs> awesome. Hey, right, guys. Well, um, I would ask everybody to. Avoid rolling for initiative this particular round in terms of what it's going to be permanently, but I would like everybody to roll a 1d20 and give me the number just so that way I can uh, go in order. So I'm going to, as I call your name out, please just give me your number. Genesee? Two. Two. Get out of the way. Did you say Darrow's? Uh, two. Oh, wow. Uh, boredom? Thirteen. There we go. Opie? Eighteen. Oh, he wants this. <laughs> smell it. Thirteen. Mmm. Okay. Bring in now. the heavy hitters. <laughs> Tyrols. Uh, let's see. Genesee. Roll a d20 again, please. Seven. Okay. Daros, roll a d20 again, please. You got it, boss. Thirteen. <laughs> Stop copying me. <laughs> Come to you and board him. I'm sorry, guys. You're just so cool. <laughs> the attack order will be, in this case, it will be... Uh, Opie. Leroy Jacob! <laughs> awesome. Boredom. Dave. Daros. And Genesee. Now, I know that both uh, Boredom and Dave rolled a 13. I will just give uh, this in terms of nimble uh Sorry, nim not nimblins. I just invented a word. Woohoo! <laughs> nimblins. It's uh, <laughs> awesome. Dave, you have no nimblins. I'm trained in nimblins. <laughs> just, just to uh, give him the ability that you know, since he's probably a little bit more uh, agile, um, I'll give him the chance to get in first. So, that said, Opie, boss, yes. big yes. old guardian, trained Bring by the dwarves. What you gonna do? Bring it. Well, am I am I within melee range of these dudes, or can I be? If if you if you spend your uh, walk as if you spend your move as your minor action, you sir will be right there. Let's do a minor action and let's roll up and smack somebody in the face. 
Can I yell something as I scream? If you want to do that, you can do that. What Get do out of my yard, you crazy dog. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Get off my lawn. Have you got to you got to you got to do it though in that Clint Eastwood movie way uh crazy old time. <laughs> no, seriously, I would like to use my movement because I'm not ranging these dudes. These dudes are pretty skilled with their range. I guess they're skilled, but they have bows. So I'm just going to, you know, are they, are? yes, combat advantage, walk up. Let's use my movement as my minor action, and let's hit somebody. So Opie goes charging off. Boss goes charging off into the dark, unable to see. What is out there? Charge <laughs> 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 because he uh, is hungry. Totally about, not, I don't want to see anything. <laughs> Coming to you! He rolls up a mask of something that smells like wet, evil dog. Evil dog. Okay. Can't see but this is what's out there. But you're swinging at whatever you hit first. Go ahead. What, what would you... Uh, Darius, like... This is what happens. Darius is like, turns around and said, okay, there's three dog creatures. Uh, where'd, where'd Boss go? Where'd bo bo boss. Boss. Seriously. Seriously. <laughs> Everybody oh, duck. Boss is swinging. He's just running through the, the forest. Just... <laughs> All about it being dark. I love D&D for that. Oh, thank you. Alright, dude, what's your move? How you gonna hit him? What are you, what are you gonna, what are you gonna use to? I'm gonna hit my hammer, use my hammer. Okay, you gonna use any of your specials, or? Well, I've got, um, you said that my movement was an at-will minor action, correct? It, it, it is a minor, it is not an at-will. Okay. Oh, okay. Because I've got that defend the line that I have there, but I, did, I wanted to kind of stagger my foe to keep him from running, because I didn't want him to run until you know, any get any help, but I don't think I can use that, can I? No, not right now. Okay, you, see, that's what I you thought. Just, you just rolled up and you haven't set down your fortifications yet and, you know, planted your feet and all that. Um, just, just melee basic attack. Um, okay. Here. Warhammer plus seven. Let's see, 1d10 okay. plus four. Is that right? 1d10? Uh, you're going to roll a uh, d20 and then add mm -hmm. eight. Oh, a d20 and add eight? Yeah. Yep. Nineteen. You, sir, hit. Now damage uh, him. Now yeah, roll bro. your one uh, d ten plus four. Did that nineteen include your uh, plus three that you've got right now? The plus two temporary, and then the um, the other stuff. Yes. Your no, well, that 19 was just my basic D20 roll. All right, roll. then let's what, what, what what, what roll with your basic then. Uh, how much damage did you do? Uh, 13. Okay. You soundly roll up on, on one of these knolls, and you strike. And okay. you feel that your weapon connects strongly. I can't see it, but... <laughs> awesome. Can somebody light this place up, please? <laughs> so I can get to work. You are you are you are Helen Keller with a warhammer. Exactly. That's what happened. See, you know what? Last time I could see everything, couldn't hit anything. I'm just gonna close my eyes, 
I'm going to go straight up Jedi with the blast shield down. <laughs> Opie, Opie, this is why you can't wear history glasses on a guardian. They, they really muck with your eyesight if you haven't been properly diagnosed by your local obstetrician. Op- op- <laughs> nice. Obstetrician. <laughs> so he damaged him. He did 13, but it's the Noel is still alive, correct? He doesn't know. They're, you know, he's just rolled up on something and hit it. The rest of the group. Yeah, okay. It was well, a tree stump. It, 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 it <laughs> could, it could, it, it could have been the moss, the mossy knoll. Oh. Yeah. But you know, he doesn't know quite what he hit. He just knows that he hit something. He probably That's ran right. in a circle and hit boredom again. Way to go, over <laughs> Yeah, but we haven't, we haven't quite gotten to that that level of fun yet. Um, <laughs> Okay, let's see here. We now have. Uh, I think Mortem. it's Mortem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Well. Uh. To sort of solve the the light problem, I think I'll I'll cast light sort of centered a sort of in the midst of the the knolls to to shed light on the situation and let Obi see what he hit. Okay. And then uh, if uh. I was thinking about using uh, my freezing burst power. Okay. Uh, if they are clumped up enough, I'd love to hit all three of them, but I'll hit as many as I can without hitting the Minotaur. Uh, let's see. Aww. Let me look up on your sheet here. It's for... an area burst one. All right. If you don't mind, because uh, the listeners don't have this in front of them, mm-hmm. uh, you want to explain what this actual... Sure. Uh, freezing burst... Uh, it's an area burst one within ten squares, and it hits each creature in the burst. You hurl a hailstone towards your foes. It explodes among them, temporarily turning the ground into an ice slick. Nice. That's awesome. That happened out here at the storm yesterday. I drove through one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Held like crazy. Okay. I will allow you to uh, use that burst. Okay. Um, Go ahead, and it appears to be uh, d20 plus 7. Right. Okay. Um, you want me to roll once for each null? Uh, let's start with roll for the first null. Okay. I've got, I rolled a 17 plus 7 is 24, plus the okay. 2 for the surprise round, mm-hmm. so 26. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the second one, roll a 15, plus 7, 22, so 24. Okay. And I rolled a 5. 5 plus 7, 12, 14. And it's versus reflex. Okay. Uh, Opie, what is your reflex? Reflex is a I bow to you. I bow to you. Let's see. Looks like it's a 14. Okay. You're faster than I am. Okay. It is. Boredom, please roll for Bach. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, no. Uh, eight plus uh, seven is fifteen on the money. Oh. oh! Big piece of ice hits me in the head. <laughs> Icicles are dangerous. 
Um, Shoot your eye out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, was, I was out there hitting nose, and then I sang and it came down, and it hit me in the head, and I broke my glasses. <laughs> Opie. Yes. Would you please do an acrobatics skill check? Oh, God. Ooh, here we go. Flipping and jumping. Come on, buddy. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, acrobatics is a negative one. <laughs> <laughs> so you better oh, yeah. you, still, you, still got, you still got your dexterity. Yep. Okay. You still have to, you got to roll your d20. Come on, roll high. Roll <laughs> see. I'm going to be stretching. You see Bosk and the Black Swan next. Don't do it, acrobatics. Okay. Here we go. Seven. Ooh. Oh, okay. I pulled something. <laughs> now, now we know why dwarfs don't have dancing with the stars. Exactly. <laughs> they just like their rock and roll. Okay. Uh, boredom. Yes, sir. Please give me damage for the first one. Okay. One d six plus five. It looks like uh, nine damage. Okay. Next one, please. Nine again. Okay, you missed the third one. And for OP. Uh, seven. No, sorry, eight. Uh-oh. No, OP! OP, I'm going to be generous because you're all pumped up and stuff. Uh, four points of damage. Okay. Sweet. Good. Good, buddy. Bosk is still okay. And I'm okay. And you're welcome, <laughs> guys. And you're welcome. You know, um, just just to explain again, uh, part of this is on uh, training wheels, Eric. Yeah. Uh, this way they get the experience of thinking how their characters would think through. Sure. Uh, for the last episode or two, I started to take the wheels off a bit so that if they run out and they do something there may be consequences yeah. they haven't thought yeah. of yet so yeah. you throwing a burst spell out into there even though the light has just come on you've done your light you've thrown your spell he was still in this pack so therefore you know that's why he got whacked yeah. on that it wasn't well, being it makes sense he's not too upset that the, the minotaur that smashed his face and got hit with a little ice so well, that's not the Minotaur. That no. Uh, I'm the Goliath. He's, he's the big oh. Goliath guy. You upset the giant. Uh-oh. Yeah. Don't worry. He's, a, he's yeah. a nice giant. He's a good giant. Don't I am. Fordham takes yeah. a step backwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fordham, takes, Fordham takes a step backwards, points to the Minotaur, does the whole finger wavely thing, points to the Minotaur again. Looks like, who knew? <laughs> he just turns around and goes, what? What? <laughs> or if you just go to sound and make it sound like the Minotaur says, I did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, nice. All right. So right. Some excellent, right. Done, excellent damage has been done so far to uh, these three. Um, let's see. It is now time for the Minotaur. Yeah. Do it, dog. Uh, which one has the most hit points? Your mama. Oh, bro. Um, there's two of there's two of them that are uh, still high. All right. Well, I'll go after one of the ones that uh, that's 
that's high, um, I will do an avalanche strike on it. Your miner to you do that. Yeah. Okay, and then uh, let me look up your avalanche strike here and see if there's any triggers for that. For the people listening, that is a pretty effective encounter. Uh, Dave, would you like to explain what's being done there? Um, yeah, it's uh, I pretty much just throw down and just go balls out to this thing and just knock it in the head. Um, it's a plus nine weapon versus armor class, uh, 3d8 plus 10 damage. And also, while you are doing this, um, you are plus four bonus to attack rolls made against you until yeah. your next turn. So, please, go ahead and, uh, it is going to be a d20 with a plus 9, plus 2, so a plus 11. Uh, 16. You, sir, hit. Sweet. Okay, now I gotta get some 8 here. Oh, come on. 7... Five, eight, um, 19, As the light flashes up, the magic sizzles into the group, ice scattering amongst them all. Emerging out of the darkness, weapon, in hand, raised, poised, launches into this absolutely devastating strike. In the blinks of the eye, one of their comrades has just been turned into a delicious pinata of nothingness. <laughs> Scattered in all directions. Or no. Yes. I would like you to make an active perception roll. Okay. Twelve. <laughs> Ooh, natural. Okay. The following information is out of character to everyone except for uh, Boredom and uh, Dave. You have realized that as stunning as your victory is, it is clearly illuminated for all other potential gnolls in the area to see. Because you are now standing in the brightest spot. <laughs> Next. Yeah, his ego. Wise, as you see flames being lit for potential arrows. Heading the awkward, the awkward reverse walk, like Kool Aid Man, to perhaps uh, you know uh, move. But again, this is this is information that you would know that you would probably need to somehow express to. Um. Well, uh, Bortum would immediately kill the light and say, uh, uh, I think they saw us. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Nice. Thank you, sir. As the light is extinguished, uh, there is indeed the, uh, view of flaming arrows head on. 
thankfully due to your brief amount of movement, the arrows strike where you were, but now are not. There is the sound of yiping and yipping as the first pack of Knowles uh, begins to, from the sound of things, move in your general direction. I would ask each of you what you are going to plan on doing at this point in time to perhaps prepare for the incoming. Okay, so the light is extinguished. They're heading our direction. The three, or is there more? Well, there's there's at least three that you know because there's three arrows that go up. There may be more there. Um, One thing to remember as well is that this is still considered the same encounter. Mm. What do we do, guys? Um, can we can we see the entire battlefield? Like we can see them; they can see us, right? I can see what I'm running into. Well, no, no it's dark out. You're you now see. in the dark. Yeah. Oh, so okay. They're aware of us. Um, can can I turn to Daros and say, "Let's move that way," or ask Daros what he sees? Um, they're still a bit out of range for the night vision folks, but sure, you can go ahead and ask that in, in character and get a response and so forth. Daryl's, what does your revenant eyes see? Uh, I see three gnolls coming our way. Or I don't know the gnolls. I see three dogs walking on their hind legs coming our way. <laughs> <laughs> three more of the same. Three more creatures are heading our direction. Three more creatures that are apparently more easy than kobolds to hit. Correct. Yes. What um, would you, what would you want to do? Well, I mean, they're going to soon start firing arrows this way, so I would like advise the group let's move to engage. I mean, there's no we're out in the open. There's no hiding. Let's just. I let's agree. Just, if you've got range and can see, go for it. If not, I'm moving. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. Well, you, I have to move with you guys to help you along. But yeah, I'm with you. I say we we go front end all attack. Very nice, Daros. Uh, remembering that you have to lead and guide them along with Fordham. Um, that yes. could have been some fun for me on your behalf. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm watching. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to go out in the, in the dark anymore. It looks like the Star Wars kid out there in the middle of the field. <laughs> hey, yeah. What, what, what do you want to do here? Are you you in agreement with all this, or are you just you know? What, I'm we're, perfectly we're cool with this. Okay, Dantari. Um. Yeah, I decide I'd like to go with them. Before I do so, with an arrogant expression, I use my Create Water ability. A cool breeze washes over me as a thick magical mist fills a cup with water that I take out of my backpack and then pour it over one of the flaming arrows on the ground. Can I look at Zenitari and say, hey, I need a shower? Let me go ahead. <laughs> Send some of that my way. You want to shower with me? Come yeah, on. You want to shower with me? <laughs> Roll to shower with Zenitar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that, that's that's at least not illegal unless you guys are in the Forgotten Realms of Alabama, where showering with arrows would would still be legal. As, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Boredom. 
you you good with all this, or are you gonna go uh, rogue elf? Uh, I'm not gonna go rogue elf, but I'll, I'll certainly let, especially the the big meat shields, take the to the front line and maybe take up the rear with my uh my low light vision to make sure no one no one gets left behind and gets pointed in the right direction. I'm gonna look over my shoulder at at boredom and say, "Okay, Father Winter, let's, let's <laughs> watch the eyes." <laughs> now, here, here, here's a brief moment where I'm going to put some training wheels on on you guys. You're heading off into the darkness. You're being led. Are you just going to go balls to the walls out with, you know, trying to see him? Or are you guys going to do like a half move and, and be somewhat cautious yet still ready to strike? Well, when, at, at what point does the null, the, does the nulls move? When we move, when do they move? I mean, what's the is are, are we are we technically doing is this turn based? Are we technically doing turns since we got the training wheels on here? Te technically, right now, yes, you are doing what's called rounds. Okay. One round. One round is a minute. Ten rounds is a turn. Okay. So as I'm talking about what you guys are doing, in the back of my head, I've got my little mini map in my head. These guys are moving as well. So okay. I'm trying to figure out, you know, when does the train, when when do the two trains that leave the station meet or do they? Okay. All right. Well, Darius would say to everybody, we'll move, but we move cautiously. Move slowly, but keep heightened senses to make sure we know when we're upon them. Okay. I'm moving with Darius. Darius can see. I'm close by. So can Borton. Borton can see as well. well we both have yeah, Borton, You know, he's, you know, he's an elf. He's, he's down there. <laughs> He hit you with ice. I understand. Yeah. You stick with He's, me. I'm kind of not really feeling the boredom right now. He's new. <laughs> he, we ran over him once. I'm not getting you know the best vibe from him right now. Plus, he hit me with ice. I don't know if he knew I was the one that broke the door down or not. But come on. For all we know, he's the, the evil mage. That he likes his Anatari because she killed him. But, you know, okay. <laughs> gotcha. All right. So, ju just for your own mental picture. You guys are now leaving about a space about 30 feet from the tree line, heading back up towards the house. I'm sort of visualizing a T-shaped semi-formation. Dan, Darius in the center. The rest of you all kind of spread around so that you can at least be within Darius's, uh, um field of being able to keep you guys under control in terms of movement as you proceed cautiously. So you're you're kind of bunched up, but not directly on top of everybody. Right. Rough, roughly, am I am I good with that presumption? Is there good. something else you guys are doing? Let me know now. I mean, other than the people around us, I'm keeping vigilance on the front. Bortim is keeping an eye on the back, so we're, we've got vision on both those sides to keep from being jumped. But, uh, you know, we're kind of just, like I said, heightened senses, but moving slowly to get into combat. Yep. And I actually just noticed on my sheet that uh, Borton gives any non-elf ally that's close to him a plus one perception. So that might help people keep a lookout for them and, and, and see if they can see him or hear him sooner. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Now, the last time that you were able to see things, you were roughly uh, about 100 feet away. So, moving it, let's say... I'll give you the benefit. About 20, 20 feet around. Say three rounds pass um, before there's really 
a whole lot to go on. You know, it doesn't make great podcasting. I would like each of you to roll an active perception check at this point. I will call names. You give me the numbers. It's all good. So it's on a d20. Then Atari? 18. Garros? 17. Uh, Boredom? 22. Dave? Natural 20. Opie? 16. As you guys roll up on this particular spot of ground, there has been no further arrows, but due to your excellent uh, and definitely excited senses of uh, hearing, you can hear that, again, you're not hearing the waterfall, but this is perhaps to your benefit, as well as your amazement and wonderment, because it sounds like there are three sets of heavy footfalls very close by, running at full speed towards you. Oh, jeez. Okay. So they're coming out from underneath the waterfall. That's my guess. But there's a group ahead of you that is running in. But uh, this is out of character information for everybody except for boredom. Mm-hmm. You think you hear additional footsteps behind these three that are running. So sort of past them? Mm. Yes. I'm going to rule that you have one um, one round to hang on a second um, to answer your question uh, he's got natural abilities as an elf that gives him racial pluses so we should that. be adding them I wasn't sure if we should add that stuff to our roles that's what I'm, I'm guess I'm asking yes if, you, if you've got like a racial ability for perception yeah, everybody should add plus, plus one for this perception. Ah, uh, because you cast non-elves that get more perception. Okay, that makes it's sense. It's just sort of sort of naturally always there, as long as you're within 20 feet of, of boredom. Okay. I, I, I would I would say, I believe uh, Dave got a 20 this last time, right? I yeah. rolled a natural 20, yeah. Yeah, so got... in, 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 in the past, he's been such a brick to stuff under the table. I'm going to say that this time around, you know, he didn't quite... Uh... <laughs> get stuff beyond you sort of focus the here and now. So you guys have one round to do with as you wish. You can either go out and meet them, you can set up defenses, you can whatever you guys want to do. Um it's pretty much open. So uh for this point in time, for this particular round, I'm just going to call names as I see them in Skype and then we can do um an actual uh, uh, initiative the next time that you guys do actually get see the and see the mobs. Okay, uh, Sanitari. Is there any? I mean, we're still in the middle of the field, so there's nothing around that we can use uh, as cover in this situation. Is that so? Well, we're really not in the middle of the field. We're kind of moving south of the house moving north towards the house yeah you're you're in the grass you're in the grassy part of your fields off to your to your left but it's still you know it's still a terrain okay. yeah so we are in the open right now and they are coming to us yeah. so Zanatari, um, what do you think if 
if, if you want to guesstimate, if you used your movement, you might be able to get to these guys. They're just, they seem to be just outside your ability to see stuff. Okay. I would rather not just stand here and then get bombed. Nope. Because so, I know they be shooting arrows. Yeah. Yep. So I think we should move towards the running footsteps um, and all that stuff. We didn't get all dressed up for nothing. <laughs> nice. You're going to use your miner and move. And move. Yes. Okay. Can um, the mage throw light that way? If they're in range almost to see, can he li light up that area? Because right now, if you assess the situation, we've got three knolls to our north that know where we're headed our way. And then we think there's possibly six figures or beings headed this way from the west. Well, we don't know that. We know that we hear three. Bortum knows he thinks he hears sounds from beyond that. We don't know that mm. as characters until okay. he lets us know. Um, then, but yeah, we do I know... Have... What was that? And then you guys know that there's no waterfall right now. Correct. Which means something is blocking the water, which means there may be more coming. Uh, so... so is, is, is it possible use it using the, um, I believe it's a minor action for the light? Yeah, it's, it's entirely, it's entirely a, a possibility. Um, right. I can get it up to 25 feet away. But, you know, again, at this point, right now, I'm calling things down. So we can sort of have everything sort of gel together in the overall story. But right now, I'm just trying to find out what people are doing and then can kind of knit it together after everyone had their had their say. And I'll, well, I'll set up. I think the rest of us are kind of on Daros's hip pocket. So, I mean, it's not like I can't do anything unless it's lit up. I'm just... I'm just standing at, at a defensive stance, ready to, yeah. to take on... Well, my character would say to you guys, do you want to rush, or do you want to stand our ground, set a light source, so that we're able to fight whatever comes in that light source? That Perfect. sounds good. Well, yeah, Perfect. I'd like to that, get my ranged is... weapon ready, and then just shoot it if it comes into the light. That'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah, let's circle the wagons. Okay. So, so you're going you're gonna to stay put and go defensive? If you catch the light... But I would also like to use my minor action right now as to go stealth. Okay. Um, you're going to need, knowing the fact that there's been light, mm -hmm. um, you can either fall back or fall away from the group and go into stealth outside of what you presume to be the light range on that one. Or when the light pops, I will have you make a skill check. Which one would you like to do? Uh, when the light pops, I would like to do the skill check. Therefore, I'm still with the group there. That'd okay, um, let me bring up your sheet for just a moment here. Uh, the skill you... is eight. Okay, and then you add your dexterity. Which would be uh, three, so that'd make it 11. You have an automatic 11. I am going to make it, just because it's magical, I'm going to make that a medium difficulty. So between that roll and your d20, uh, give me a 20 or better. 20 or better. Okay, here we go. Come on, baby. 17 plus 11. You do it. All right. Like something popping up, you will be considered to be in stealth. Word. Yes. All right. Boredom. By the way, uh, Daros, you are doing excellent. Uh, in, uh, 
getting your stuff, and I realize that, yes, Xanatari, I have munged that one. Let's go back to you. Let's finish out yours. I was just wondering if, if right now this decision counts as a turn, or when they attack, that's like a different turn than this, so we could do an action now and then do it when they attack, or is it all one turn? No, you, you will be able to do, you're doing an action now. Okay. The next round will be something happens. You guys have this round to do whatever you want. If you want to shoot something into the dark, you can. If you want to do this prep stuff like Daros is doing, you want whatever you want to do, this is your time to do it. And then the next time around will be the next round. Okay. I want to use my healing word, but I don't really understand when it says the target can spend a healing surge and regain 1d6 additional points. That means, like, let's say that I heal... Um, I'm looking at Opie's Bosk. Let's say I heal Bosk so we can get his four points back. Doesn't that mean that in order for that to work, Bosk has to spend something that he uses? He has to have a healing surge and then he has to spend it. Or what, does... what that what that means is you are giving him the equivalent. If if everyone will look at their top of their character sheets, um, sure. first page under healing surges, there is a surge value, and that is um, at least for Daros, I believe it's a seven. Well, right now it's a six. Not until I hit level two will it turn. It's a six. So that means you have, and the next one, there's a surges per day. Oh, I see. Okay. Where's this at? Oh, Uh, healing surges. All right. Ten and four. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, you may use one healing surge per encounter. And that will give, in this case, Daryl, if he uses a healing surge, would give him six points back to his health. What you are doing as a cleric, you are giving him a healing surge that doesn't come out of his seven, eight, six, whatever times a day. But ah. you give him the equivalent of he can go, oh, wait, ding, there's my six points. Plus, I think you do like six points plus whatever the additional is that you offer. Uh, 1d6 says target can spend a healing surge and regain 1d6 additional hit points. So if it was me, I would take I would get the surge of six plus your D six. Yes. I see. Because Opie's hurt right right now, is he not? But so is Bortum. So is Bortum, and Bortum's a lot worse, isn't he? Yeah. So how about if I heal Bortum? That would be better, I would think. Okay. So Opie's basically got a scratch, I believe, right now. Okay. So if I roll a one D six, that's all I have to do, right? Or do I have to roll to hit him? <laughs> no, you you would just kind of point at him and go. In in this in this case, like if you were if you were being mashed upon by mobs and fighting, and you tried to hit, you know, tried to do something magical or whatever, mm-hmm. I could have you roll some stuff to see if you get it off. But in this case, you just point at him and go, you know, using your cure light wounds, healing surge. You okay. roll. Okay. You know, one D six. You tell him he adds the number. And goes. Okay. Also, he will get uh, a plus two power bonus to the next damage roll he makes before the end of the turn, but I guess that won't matter because this will count as one. But unless we get jumped, he has that bonus. Um. Well, the, ter- the, t- the turn would be for ten rounds, so he's got some. He's got some time to do some stuff with that. Okay. Four. Sweet. Okay. I'm up to full. Okay. So just remember, if some you have to be very careful when something says turn or round. Around means what you're doing now, and then the mob attack. I see. And you said there's ten rounds in a turn. Ten rounds in a turn. So okay. you get a, you get a spell that lasts for, you know, ten turns. That's a hundred technical minutes. Ooh, that's great. Versus. Okay. 
Well, I'm glad you said that because there are abilities that say you can use once per turn. That sneak attack is once per turn, so that would be 10 rounds. I couldn't do it over and over every time I attacked. I was thinking I could, but now that you specified exactly what it is, that makes sense. Okay. Sorry. I yeah, the at will is the at will one is when you can just do it whenever you want, and an encounter is the one that lasts. Yeah. So the so the the encounter, if you had used your encounter power with the first three, you can't just suddenly when you roll up on these guys, use it again because it's still all the same encounter. Correct. There hasn't been that chance for a rest. Right. But um, after ten rounds, it goes to a new turn, and therefore I can use sneak attack yes, again. Yes. You, you would be able okay. to step up and okay makes okay sense. cool yeah i got it so you have um Zentari, you have used the cure light wounds ability on uh fordham right uh no i just used healing word healing word okay healing yeah. word good um and it's a I minor that finishes you for is that's minor yes okay are you gonna do anything for your major don't think so. There's, uh, I want to do Me Bastion of Mental Clarity, but I believe I have to be struck before I can do that, so I'll wait. Okay. Alright. Uh, Daros, you have gone into stealth as your minor. What's yes. Your, what's, your, what you want? what's your want? Yes. So I can do, I can move too, right? But I don't want to right now. I want to wait with the group until we're sprung upon because we don't know how far out these guys are. So I, don't, I really don't want to do anything else. I just wanted to go to stealth. Okay. Uh, boredom. You okay. pop the light. Uh, yeah, I pop it as far away from us as I can. So we're sort of on the edge of it um, to sort of keep us as hidden as possible while illuminating what's in front of us. And then uh, Boredom just hucks a magic missile sort of at where the, the guys are and hopes to, to hit one of them. Okay. Um, since you guys have just uh, sprung the trap on this one, I'll give you combat advantage still, so that'll be a plus two. Sweet! Go ahead and launch your uh, missile. Okay. Uh, it flies at the... the the gnolls. I'm not sure what you want me to do with it, because uh, magic missile is like an auto hit. There's no roll to attack. It's just the damage. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so go ahead and uh, it's seven damage. Okay. There is um, a brief flash in the at the edge of the light, confirming your suspicions that uh, your enemies are close at hand, and seven points of damage has been applied. Sweet! Awesome! Good shot. Okay. Dave. Um, let's see. I think, uh, I think I'll charge the one that, uh, that just got hit. You're really not going to be able to tell quite so much which one specifically did. Okay. But, uh, you know, you can get a general direction based on the flash. You can tell me that you're running at the flash or something. Okay. I'll run at the flash um, and do a, a goring charge. Okay. Uh, for the people that are listening, would you mind going off uh, and explaining briefly what your goring charge Okay. Um... 
It's uh, unarmed, uh, standard action, um, plus 10 versus armor class, 1d8 plus 5 damage, and also a 1d6 plus strength modifier. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, and knock the target prone. Yeah, exactly. Uh, very good. Let us go ahead and uh, do that. Alright, let me record my dice go. Go, bull. Yeah. Let's go, bull. Do it! Come on, Eldrock. Oh, well, that failed. Uh oh. I rolled a four. So four Mm. plus ten, fourteen. Sadly. Yes, the darkness has jacked with you just enough that uh, you sense that you would have gotten plus it two? You had... Did you roll? Did you include your plus two? Oh no, uh-uh. uh, so that would have been a six. Okay. Sadly, <laughs> even at that point, you realize that you were even closer to where. But if you had been at the same spot as where the flash was, you would have gotten it. Mm. Like sense that you have uh, just slightly gone off uh, your. Bortum cringes party. as he so, suffers so from post traumatic stress. So disorder. I'm now standing in the middle of these guys going, what? <laughs> Actually, what? your horns yeah. are stuck in the dirt because you just <laughs> yeah. ran out there head down and you, you barreled you, yourself you, into the dirt. And you're like trying to get your horns out of the dirt while they run by. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're 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 they're, bas- they're basically there's basically something running right immediately to your left. <laughs> to which brings us to the man, the myth, the legend of hitting. <laughs> Bring it, Op Bosk. I'm gonna um, use my basic. Uh, I'm gonna use my movement. Okay. Uh, since it is lit, illuminated, correct? I can see. <laughs> yep. Okay, I see three knolls, correct? Um, um. Well, you you know that they're just beyond that range of light, but you've got a real good idea where it is, so you can wade in there and swing, and it, you know it doesn't. But you haven't physically seen the fucker yet. Okay. Let's um. Let's move to. Uh, I'm going to follow on the heels of Eldrock, um, since he did um, kind of, you know, pave the way, going and aggro everything. Literally. Yes, literally. So I'm going to use my movement to move in within melee range and use a melee basic attack. Very good. Okay, so I'm going to roll my d20. Uh, 15. Mm -hmm. And... uh, so two for so seventeen. Wait, did you add your uh, other modifier as well against AC? Oh, uh, oh I thought that was uh, to hit. I would... Oh, is, oh, you're uh, that's right. Okay. Fifteen plus eight. You roll oh, 15. fifteen plus. You see how your warhammer it says plus eight. Oh yeah. AC. Yes. So was your was your fifteen what you rolled or was that it, with? That's what I rolled. That's what I rolled. Okay, so add eight to that, so twenty three. And then your okay. bonus of two, because we had combat advantage. Okay, so 25. 25. So, so you have squarely where uh, Eldrock was just a smidge off target. You have, again, scored home. Mm-hmm. Everybody give him a big clap, big hand of... Yay! Smack. You've done your job. Smack. Smack. <laughs> All right, you have hit him with your warhammer. Please do us 
the enjoyment of rolling your damage. Okay, let's see here. <sighs> D10, right? D10 plus four. At 12. That's everything. Very good. You have hit and you hear a substantial Crunch. groan, whatever it was that you have just hit. But <laughs> you hear the distinct rattle of metal. Oh. Metal. Clang. Okay. Let's go, boys. All right. So some of them are armored with plate or chain mail. The end of this round sees the party handling themselves starting to gel continuously together to one degree or another. And this new round charging in from the darkness, uh, one of them being rather delayed in doing so, further behind the other, I guess, by about six feet, ten feet, are three armored gnolls. Um, they are bearing uh, battle axes and they are just slavering at the mouth as if they have just gone absolutely insane. Okay. Ooh, berserkers. As the case may be. Um, they are wearing bits and pieces of metal armor. They look like if anything is jutting out that is potentially sharp or spiky, there is just a fetid odor. If you are close to these guys, they have rubbed stuff into their spikes. They've never cleaned the stuff. If you get cut by some of this, you're smart enough to understand that something bad may happen. Um, I'll let you know that, you know, just from what you've seen in the history, since you've traveled a bit, you know that stuff can like that can lead to infection. Uh-oh. All right. I would like, since we are now going to roll for uh, initiative. Let's do it. Three. There is still, by the way, um, I'm going to let this pass without a roll just for the sake of keeping things going. Uh, there's still the sound that there is something still out in the darkness. A couple something. Okay. Then, sorry. A D12. Uh, sorry, a D20, please, for your initiative. Okay. Garros. Alright. Three. Yeah. Boredom. <laughs> Seventeen. Uh Bosk. Sixteen. Eldrock. <laughs> um four. That's not a number. Horns still in the mud. Mm. Very well. I will make a couple rolls on my side here. Do, 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 do. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I had a small coughing fit there. Alright, let's see. Very good. Uh, Boredom, you are first. Sweet. Alright. Um, I'm assuming I'm still sort of in the back, um, sort of taking up the rear and sort of firing my spells over people's heads. Um, 
If not, I move back there. And uh, I, Fordham raises his staff and uh, aims it at the, the knolls in front of them and, and lets out a, a bolt of lightning. Uh, it forks into two bolts and flies at two of the knolls. Uh, it's the at-will power arc lightning. Uh, lightning leaps from your outstretched hand, weaving safely through your allies to slam into your foes. And it can target... Nice. And, and my metal hammer is on their metal armor. In there for... <laughs> <laughs> nice try. Uh, and it could target one or two creatures, so I'm going to try uh -oh. two of the gnolls. Alrighty then. Let's uh, get the first attack okay. on the first one. That uh, is plus seven versus reflex. Or... You got it. Uh, Sixteen. Okay, that one misses. Okay. Actually, no, wait, sorry, reflex? Yes. Yes, that hits. Sweet. Okay. Um, I assume you're doing the first two that charged in, or are you targeting the laggy? As uh, which, yeah, whichever ones are closest, so the, the first two. Okay. All right. Uh, number two, please. Nineteen. Oh, yeah. Uh, please roll for damage. Okay. Get some fried dog. Anybody want some fried dog? <laughs> uh, eight lightning damage. Ooh. Okay. For the first one, for the second one, please. Six. Very good. Light has been dropped. Damage is done. Lightning has crackled. The worshippers of storm gods should be very happy at this point in time. Way to go! Yeah! I don't worship a storm god, but kill him! Well, the in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bosk. Yes. The knoll that you have struck demands reparation for your actions and seeks to hit you. Hmm. With his battle axe. Get out of there, boss! Don't be a hero! Let me look up your character sheet here really, really quick here. I'm trying to be. What's your AC? It's 21. 20. It's 20. Level 120. Alright. Roll my die here. And. That knoll misses. Yes. Nice. That's my acrobatics move. <laughs> I've never seen a giant flip like that. That's crazy. Look like a butterfly, sting like a Goliath. <laughs> <laughs> However, one of the other slathering, vicious little pissed off doggies attacks towards. Xanatari. Ruh row! Oh. Get out of there, Xanatari! Save what, yourself! A, uh, uh, 19 AC on you? Because I'm the defense yes, on top of your sheet. Wow! That one is obviously missing. The I have a storm plus two saving throw. That the saving throws would come in for something else. Oh, okay. Uh, like magic attacks or poison or something along those lines. 
the storm gods are evidently extremely pleased with your performance because Yay. you have escaped unharmed by a great degree of protection. Yay. Which now takes us into boss. Mm. Stand and deliver. Um, I'm going to go with a... I can do a minor action each turn, correct? You are correct. Okay, I'm going to go with my Battle Wrath minor action, which is... Um, I'm going to assume a battle stance, which I'm really eager to smack something else because I got such a surge of adrenaline from the first hit and dodging the second hit or getting missed that um, I'll assume a battle stance until the stance ends you gain a plus two power bonus to the damage roll of basic attacks using a weapon so I'm going to go ahead and do a basic melee attack and I get plus two to power bonus which is Plus two just to my damage. Is that what that means? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so right roll. now, you've also got your um, you're still in combat advantage. So when you roll, you're gonna do a plus ten instead of a plus uh, eight. Is it? Okay. Warhammer. Okay. Yeah. So a plus. Uh, but Warhammer is a plus seven. So if I've got combat advantage, that's a plus two. Yeah. So you'd be plus so nine. Plus nine, and then roll plus nine. Um. I'll roll the two. So there's eleven. And then does that two go that two for my battle wrath go on to my eleven, so thirteen? No, that would be if you would be damaged. Oh, okay. So. However, you have returned to proper standard form and missed. Yes. <laughs> there he is. Oh, there's his base. Got him uh, got all pumped up for nothing. <laughs> all, 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 this, going. all this all this fresh air is evidently uh yeah weak weakening he needs a couple of dwarven forges oh gosh i've got there. i've got lightning going around thunder going around and uh, see i i worship the sun so no actually i don't I worship the storm god i don't worship the sun so yeah it's a little distracted you know how i'm in mud holes <laughs> i know it's okay buddy it's all right you've been doing good now, we come to yet another Noel attacking Stanislaus. Okay. You're popular. I, you apparently. You are definitely, definitely popular. This one does connect. I love The shame of Bosk has encroached upon the resolve. And you are hit for five points of damage. Okay. And I would ask you to make a reflex save. And to that, you would do your... Um, My 13? Yeah. You mean plus a d20 or... Um, do roll a d20, and then, uh, you are going to be, normally you would be trying to get, uh, the 13 or higher. Okay. In this case, you're going to be trying to get the, um, 11 or higher. I just got a 20, so it won't matter. Okay. Um, All right. can I ask, avoid... though, because mm -hmm. 
you hit me, I have something that's an immediate interrupt if someone hits me. Does that mean it counts as my turn, or it's something that happens during go, their go turn? Ahead and, go ahead and tell me about this. Uh... The Bastion of Mental Clarity. Um, trigger is an enemy hits or misses me with an attack against my will. It's called an immediate interrupt. I erect a psychic shield to protect my mind from assault, and I ward my allies as well. Each target around me that's an ally gets plus four power bonus to will until the end of my next turn. That would be something if they were doing like a psionic or a magic or a controlling thing, something that would trigger your loss of control as a character. That would be like what a will save is. Someone's attempting to possess you. Okay, so a will and a reflex save are different. Yeah, yeah that's, okay. that's not a, a combat thing. So you take your five points of damage, but you do um, not get hit by any of the grungy armor stuff. Okay. Because you made your reflex save. Good. Okay. Okay. Uh, you have anything else that goes off combat-wise if you get hit? No. Okay. This brings us to... Atari. Oh. Okay. I have a daily. Does a daily count like like an encounter in the sense that you have a daily and then you have a minor? Or what you goes can with do the daily? A minor, you can do a minor and then you do your daily. But you can't do your daily again until you've had eight hours of rest. That's fine. I understand. Okay. Um, you can do your minor and then you can do your, your big one. Must I do them in that order? Uh, No. Okay. You can delay your move until after your, your main. Okay. Uh, I'd like to do my daily, which is lesser aspect of wrath. Um, I would gain te 10 temporary hit points. Until the end of the encounter, I gain a plus one power bonus to my attack rolls, and any enemy that ends its turn adjacent to me takes radiant damage, which is plus two damage to it. Okay. Um, that is plus two damage that if somebody hits is, is applied, or is No, it, they just take radiant plus. damage, which is equal to okay. my con modifier, which happens to be a plus two. Okay, excellent. Um, that on your sheet, so I can... It's on the last page. The top. I believe right. I roll um, my will plus my wisdom plus my rating damage, which is plus 8 and a 1d8 plus 5. Is that right? Yep. Okay. Okay. 16 total. Okay. Excellent. You have hit with that. And then roll this for damage. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh <laughs> I got a six, 13. 13 total? Yeah, I believe if I'm counting 1d8 plus 5 and then plus 8. I just rolled a 1, so. Okay. I added it on 14. Okay. Very good. Um, one of the gnolls that has charged up and tried to attack you is uh, looking quite um, surprised and uh, hurt by that attack. The other one takes, um, actually both of them will take, what, two points of radiant damage? Yes, anybody around me. That's a evil person. 
two 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 of these take um, two points of radiant damage as well from you daily. Okay. okay. And nicely done. Can I use my minor action storm surge, which is a burst? Um, I'm going to target uh, Bortum, and the next time he makes a damage roll, well, it's melee, so I better not do that. Um, let's target Eldrock. The next time he makes a damage roll for a melee weapon attack, um, he will deal plus four extra lightning damage. Okay, perfectly fine. Uh, let's see, Eldrock. Yeah. We're up with one very close to you and two others, um, you know, a couple steps away. I'll do the one that's right up on me. Okay. And I'll just do a regular attack on it. Okay. Oh, God. Um, Don't say that, Dave. Come on, man. Have some confidence, Dave. Yeah. Right. Use your plus four. Yeah. Um, where the heck is it? Uh... Well, it looks like, uh, well, I rolled a natural two. So, where is it? My shoots are all messed up here. You're just doing a standard melee Yeah, just a base attack, yeah. Nine. Okay, so. Nine. Yeah, so. Okay. Two. So, okay. eleven. Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> and. <laughs> Under the breath. <sighs> and then, last but not least, because he won't let us ever forget it, Daryl. Me! Okay, Me. so there is one that is near. Uh, Bosk and Eldrock, and there's two that are around Genesee right now, correct? Yep. Alright, um, I'm within five squares of those, correct? Uh, yep. Okay, so... Fan I'm of knives. Fan of knives. <laughs> Fan of knives. <laughs> I wish, that'd be awesome. I'm trying to decide what to do. Um, I get a plus seven with melee, I get a plus six with ranged, but I can do more damage with ranged as opposed to Melee, so what to do? What to do? Uh, I guess I will go with a uh, ranged attack on the weakest one around Genesee. Or, okay. I'm sorry, Xanatari. <clears throat> yeah, so, that would be number two then. Okay, so rolling. We got an 11, plus I get the two for combat advantage, right? Mm-hmm. So that's 13 plus the 6, that makes it 19. You hit. Oh, good. Now, let's roll for damage. So that is 1d6 plus 5. So that is 11 damage. Okay. Sweet. Um, I also want, because I've caused damage and he's within 5 squares, to do backstab if that didn't kill him. Oh, I can do it. it. Do what? It is not killed him. 
Okay, so I would like to do backstab, and what backstab is, you may make an attack roll against an enemy within five squares. Oh, this triggers it. Within five squares, using a base attack with a weapon, the enemy must be granting combat advantage to you. The effect, you gain a plus three power bonus to your attack roll, and the enemy takes 1d6 extra damage if the attack hits. So do I need to roll for the attack again, correct? Yeah. Okay, so let's do d20. A 17 plus my 6 is 23, Ooh. plus the power bonus is 3, so that's 26. Opie, oh. ow! Opie went Opie. robot again. <laughs> You're heavily robot again. Bortum, <laughs> stop throwing those ghost noises. Right. <laughs> so I hit with 26. Yep. Now, do I, roll, <laughs> do I roll... Do I roll... Just the d6 extra damage, or do I roll two d6s and my plus five? Um, that one. Let me look up the character sheet real quick. Okay, it's on the back. It says you gain a three power bonus, which we used, and the enemy takes one d6 extra damage if the attack hits. Um, I think we talked about this one the last time. I think that it takes only the one d6. Okay, all right. So I'll roll the d6, and you take five more damage. And. It goes down with a sliver of actual life, perhaps still left, as it bleeds all over the damn ground. Sweet. So it's not dead. It's just really. Oh no! It's only it's, mostly it's, dead. It's, it is. It is. It is died, but it it hasn't realized it's died. Oh, okay. Sweet. It's, it's one of those twitchy. Um, it, it's like one of the bugs from uh, what's that movie? Uh, Starship, Starship yeah. yeah, there you go. Way to go, Dan. Sweet guys, we got one down. Woo! Now, Dan. Yes. Because you are in the light, and it is magical light, I would ask you to make another stealth roll because you have attacked. Okay, sure thing. Rolling a d20. Magical light. Thirteen, and my stealth is eight. Plus, my dex modifier would be three. So, 21, 24. You have just made it, so you yes. are good. We're still in stealth for the next round. Awesome! Yeah! Word. <laughs> They're like, what? What was that? Where'd it go? <laughs> it said, boom, boom, gone. Okay, now, there's something else I've got here. Because, and this is a free action as well, and this is called Dark Reaping, and it's ability you get for being Revenant. Uh, it is triggered, triggered when a creature within five squares of you is reduced to zero hit points. So okay. the effect would be one creature of your choice that you hit with an attack before the end of your next turn. Okay, so if I hit another creature my next round, mm -hmm. I would be able to do the Dark Reaping on top of that, correct? Yes, you would do 28 plus... The con modifier, modifier, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Sweet. Awesome. Yes. yes. I am raving it, Suki. Suki. Soaker. I am vampire. Boredom. <laughs> we have not heard from you in a little while, but now stands your brief few moments of glory and ridicule if you fail. <laughs> and possibly damage to boss. <laughs> That's always out there. Possible, Don't yeah, try to keep the po possible guardian summoning if you believe you're in Final Fantasy. But somebody, yeah, 
can somebody summon me a umbrella when he goes to uh, <laughs> to that? throw the ice shards at your head? Yeah. <laughs> is, is, is there is there like hooked, hooked on Warhammer? It works for me. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I think that uh, it worked so well last time. Boredom's gonna gonna shoot that lightning out again and and try to hit the two knolls. I guess the one by Xanatari and the one by by Bosk. And, what uh, what is the uh, the range on that? Um, uh, twenty. Twenty. Okay, we'll be able to do that. Okay. Um, Let me. Um, I need a clip of Thunderstruck right. from ACDC. Thunderstruck. <laughs> 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 Next time we'll have sound effects. That's, That's right. right. Wait till Selby gets back. I know. Yeah. He's itching Thunder. to do sound effects. Thunderstrike! Yeah. Thunder oh. <laughs> 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 Excellent. Boxes, boss just pulled a snarf. No. Oh. No, way to go, boss. <laughs> and, and then after every episode, we'll have a brief little public service message. Oh, the more you know. Gee, uh, <laughs> all yes, right. Yes. GR versus reflex, right? Uh, yes, versus reflex. Okay. Uh, target number one, please roll. 16. Target number two. Eh. Uh, 13. Ooh. You know what? I'm feeling generous. Hit. Yeah! Yeah! That's mm. what I like to hear from a dungeon master. <laughs> little note under the All table. Right. Two, two, two. Roll for damage on first. Uh, eight damage. Nice. Okay. Second damage. Eleven. Nice. <laughs> Being generous. Well, very good. Okay. Um, that one is dead. Woo! No, yeah! no, 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 no. I'm oh. sorry. Th that was for as far as uh, what I've got for my order on um, uh, initiative. So, Xanatari, mm -hmm. you are target for the kobold standing next to you. Mm -hmm. And that is a miss. Okay, which now leads us up to Bosk. Do it, man. Do it. <laughs> Bosk <Right>. stretches. Ugh. <laughs> So we have two of the gnolls dead. One is still alive, right? Nope. You have one gnoll dead, two alive. Okay. All right. My bad. I'm going to go ahead and use my, um, just to go ahead and let's go with a basic melee attack. I'm going to try to finish this guy off. Okay. Okay. I'm going to roll my d20. 17 plus 7 plus, do I have combat advantage still? Yep. 17 plus 7 plus 2. 26. You, you have hit him soundly. Okay. Roll for damage. D. Wow. <laughs> How festive. Oh. I know. He's super excited about hitting. Roll for four. Roll the four. Okay. But what? Do you have any modifiers to that? Mm -hmm. Is like 1d6 plus five or... Oh, 1d10 plus 4, so I wrote an 8. Okay. Okay. Very good. 
Okay, that that one is definitely hurt, and, but still holding on. Okay. And holding on enough that he attempts to exact revenge again. Uh-oh. On the box. Chitteran. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Lend me your ears. I think we might go to Howie Cosell right now. <laughs> for those, for those, for those of you who are too young to know who that is, Wikipedia might be your friend, unless I've edited it recently. <laughs> uh, Bosk, you are hit. Ooh, and you are hit for six points of damage. Bam! He's down by Please. ten now. Roll a reflex. It's definitely a sound effect. Definitely. Flex is thirteen. So what? What? What die? Do I roll d twenty? D twenty. Give me a thirteen or higher. Oh, I rolled a three. Actually, hang on just a second here. Uh, boredom. Yep. Are you there? Yes. Are you normally rolling above or below your uh, when make when making the the save? Are you you normally in your standard group? Are you doing above or are you doing below your number? Um, that's the the way you're doing the saves is sort of different from from the way we usually do it. We usually just treat those numbers as as the numbers, and the the creatures just try to hit hit those or get higher than those. Gotcha. Okay. Then let me try to hit your uh, reflex then. Do it. Oh, and it misses. Well, very nice. Cool. So okay. he doesn't take so, the four damage or the six damage. He does, but he does not get hit by any of the funky armor. Oh, okay. Cool. Oh, funky armor. Funky, funky armor. <laughs> Would you like a funky armor? Because the princess is another <laughs> castle. <laughs> I'm to blow this guy up. Let's go. Come on. Alright. We got a bunch of people still uh, to go down. Then Atari. Okay. I'm going to use my blessing of wrath. I will um, use it on myself, and my weapon will flare with power as I smash it into my foe. Sweet. Yes. 21. Ooh. Hit. Okay. Nice. Eighteen. Actually, Your nineteen power... because I forgot about the one extra. Okay. Is that your damage? Yeah. Ooh. The force of your blow carries through so much that there is the insane shaking and shuddering as the electrical crisping races through this knoll and there is the pronounced smell of burnt flesh from the strike Ooh, I told you, Brad, no. General Thouse, as it falls <laughs> over, lathering. Okay. You have perhaps even killed its ghost in the afterlife. Where <laughs> wow, that's a hit. That is. Grandchildren. <laughs> from years you brought, <laughs> no pun intended, no. you brought the thunder. Oh. 
I would like to like use my minor healing word, because I can use that twice in encounter. Um, who's the worst hurt right now? Well, that would probably be Boss. Wow. Yeah, I'd say him. Okay. Uh, uh, D6. Five points D6. back. Roll a D6. <laughs> yes. I'm a wizard. Boss, you, you, you are able to take your healing surge number okay. and add five to it. Which healing surge alone would have taken you up above, but yeah. So I got 14 heal out of that. Yeah, you're back to you're regular. Back, walk it off, walk it off, Bosk. <laughs> okay. I'm good. Eldrock, we haven't heard much from you tonight, but now we do. Get your horns out of the dirt because we took you off mute. <laughs> Dave? Oh, he fell asleep. We bored him to death. Let's see. Let me. See what I can roll now. <laughs> well, at least I got 19. There we go. Okay, you have it. Woohoo! Uh, 11. Okay, barely, barely hanging on, but you have done some sizable damage. Daros, regale us with tales of your adventure. Oh, it is so on. I'm going to bust the sucker up right now, yo. <laughs> so I'm going to shoot him in the face with my bow because he don't even see me. <laughs> knew they read an answer from the ghetto. For the audience listening, uh, Daros is using a can crossbow. Yes. Uh, one yes. of the smaller ones. And don't forget that you do have dark reaping for this. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll, hopefully I will hit and this will work. <laughs> So here we go. Rolling to hit. Nice. 23. 26. You have not only hit, you have gone on to a legacy of greatness. Mm. <laughs> nice. Uh, so do I roll the d6 and the d8 together? Or you, do you I would, roll you would, you would roll. You would roll for your normal regular damage, and then okay. afterwards you would roll your uh, dark reaping damage. Okay. The regular attack does six points total. Okay. The dark reaping. You wrong die. There we go. We'll do six, seven, eight. Your strike. Your bolt has leapt from its launcher, flown into the opening snarling mouth of your opponent. Oh, gosh. And nice. burst the back of his skull like an un over sorry, like an over-ripened watermelon. That is what I'm talking about. Flattering yeah. <laughs> gore and brains upon the just-fallen and smoking, baking Noel Xanatari's latest Sorry, <laughs> says, ooh, pay for my dry cleaning. <laughs> Don't worry, Fosk is covered with crap, too, from the last fight, so yes. I think we're all going to have to show Xanatari. Roll, <laughs> Roll for damage. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks. I think that based on uh, where we are at right now, there is, um, I will give you without the active perception rolls, the sound of uh, perhaps uh, footfalls running away. Yay. And you are going to be given the option of either extinguishing your light or keeping it on for the uh, 
next time that we pick this up, but we shall stop this here um, this evening. I would ask each of you to level as this encounter, I'm going to declare, is now over because the others have retreated. Sweet. Ding! You have sufficient experience <laughs> to total 1,000 experience points. So please yes! level yourself to level 2 for the next adventure. Awesome! Next Friday. Cool! That was fun. Plundering the various corpses, you will gain a total of 60 gold. There are three pieces of half plate that is uh, covered in the filth and gore and all the other stuff and handling it on its own may, may require uh, some delicate work. Three battle axes. Ooh. A couple bags of uh, well-ripened meat. Yeah. And I don't mean preserved. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, not much else. Okay. Are these battle axes too or one-handed? <clears throat> uh, they are one-handed. I say we decide where they go next week, but now at least we know, so we can ponder it. Yeah, that's true. None of it's good for me, but yeah, we'll figure out all what we need to do next week. That'll be fine. Thank you for listening. You can find out more at deathd4dishonor.com, subscribe on iTunes, and find us on Twitter at deathd4. Please take a listen to the Gray Area podcast about advice and interviews on relationships between gamers, and also the Geek Bits podcast on regular guys talking about geeky stuff. One at grayareapodcast.com and the other at geekbits.net. You can find our D4 map put group and join for free, and we'll be posting pictures and fun stories there too, and we encourage the listeners to post pictures and share their D&D adventures with us. Join us for our worldwide adventure. 